Welcome to Above and Below, a Salt Life podcast, where we're going to be exploring above and below the surface. We'll take in a deep dive into the world of fishing, diving, and surfing. Every week, we're going to sit down with experts to learn more about them and get their freshest, hottest takes on all things salty. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to Assault Life Podcast. I am your host, Kieran Anderson, and we have Emmanuel Williams on back with us. What's up, dude? What is going on, man? I'm cruising, dude. How are you? Chilling, bro. Everything's good. I, I like it, dude. It's funny, dude. Uh, we tried to do this like last week, and my computer was malfunctioning so bad. And then you, as the frother of a human you are, are fishing every day and everything. So it's like it took us a week to to re-record this. So yeah. I'm stoked to be back here right now, dude. Stoked to be back here. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Dude, give us a little overview on yourself for the people that have not met you before, where you're from, what you do. Uh, give us the down and dirty. So I'm Emmanuel Williams. I live here in Miami, Florida, and I specialize in offshore fishing on my sea do. So for those don't, who don't know what a sea do is, it's a personal watercraft where a lot of people know it as a jet ski. And I take it as far as like 20 miles offshore, chasing pelagics like tuna, wahoo, mahi, sailfish, anything you could think of. I'm after it. This guy's a full frother for the for everybody listening <laughs> in right now. Like you gotta follow this guy on Instagram. It's literally an adventure every single day. Let's start off with your Instagram because I want people to be looking at your Instagram while we're doing this podcast. Okay, so my Instagram is Emmanuel E M M A N U E L W underscore. And then um on TikTok it's Eman E M A N belongs outdoors. You do belong outdoors. 100 percent dude it's so it's so sick like watching you froth out every day like posting yeah, you're so good at posting i love it dude i need to get better at that but thank you man that's that's why um we love you and like salt life loves you dude how long have you been with salt life we'll be coming up on a year in about three or four months no way dude yeah sick bro yeah so what's up? What are you even up to? You've been fishing just, like every just, single day? Just fishing as much as I can. And in, in the wintertime, it's a little rough out here. So it's hard to get out there and find the days where it's nice to get out there. But as often as possible, we're getting out on the water. Yeah, dude, it looks epic. Like yeah. <laughs> the conditions have been sick. <laughs> what have you been catching recently? A lot of mahi. I haven't been able to stop catching them. Like yesterday, I went out just looking for wahoo right off the bat first five minutes baits in the water caught a mahi and then nothing for the rest of the day but it's like Bummer. every single time i've went out it's just been mahi 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 I, I traveled to mexico to fish a sailfish tournament caught a big mahi so it's like Are i just serious? haven't been able to get it <laughs> i haven't been able to get away from them for a little bit oh they're so good though that's the best fish they tacos are. ever and a lot of fun yeah way dude they're so sick. They're just jumping everywhere. Have you ever yeah, had them like so jump crazy. into the ski? No, but we've had them jump like right next to the ski. And they're just going crazy, just right, ne- right there, but never jump in. Dude, the <laughs> other day you were, uh, you posted a thing and it was two different baits. One was a blue tail and then the other one was like a red tail or something. You oh said, yeah, Which yeah, one? yeah. You're like, which one's going to get hit first? And I chose the right one because I was yeah, like, that was thing looks one. sick. That, it was, that was yesterday, one. actually. That was yesterday, huh? Yeah, yeah. And the, the one on the left, the pink one, that's the one that the mahi ate like straight away, just trolling on the surface. Yeah, so you're trolling. Is that a squid? Yeah, it's like a squid skirt. One was just a single hook and then the other one's what we call a sea witch. So the, the pink one is what we'd troll on the surface. 
And then the one that you chose with the double hook and it was blue, that's when we trolled down in the water on a planer. <laughs> so yeah. sick, dude. So what else? Um, didn't you just go to Lake Powell or something? Yeah, yeah. Not too long ago, went 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 over to Utah and did some camping on Lake Powell. How many days were you camping? Um, It was two days of fishing, one night camping. Wow. Like 70 miles up the lake. We rode up the lake, fished all day. At the end of the night, we found a place to stay and we camped out and made food and fished and camped out in the desert. It was my first time camping, so it was insane experience. So give me like the rundown on how that happened. Were you working with Sea-Doo? So um, there's a guy named Bob Reed. Okay. He works with Sea-Doo. He, he runs a company called Up Lake Adventures, as well as a company named Upland Adventures. So with Up Lake Adventures, he does... Sea-Doo Fish Pro tours on Lake Powell. So whether you want to go fishing or you just want to cruise the lake and go in the slot canyons, all these tight little cuts and just explore the lake, he could take you on those type of type of tours. And then he also has the Can-Am tours where you just rip the the Mavericks through the desert and you're just so out sick. there attacking all crazy. So yes. Bob Reed, we, me and Bree um, went up there to hang out with him and did some fishing, did some camping, did some off-roading. So it's awesome. What did you expect going there? I really didn't know what to expect. I've yeah. never been to that. The closest thing I've been to that's similar to that is like Colorado. But, you know, like we're right on the, the border of Utah and Arizona. So it's, everything's just red and dusty and there's not what I'm used to. But it was, <laughs> it was an awesome experience. Dude, that sounds so sick. Was uh, how That lake is like massive, right? Like it's... It is. And, and some parts are like, 200 plus feet deep yeah dude that place yeah, looks so sick it's it's crazy was it packed or were you like no the, the, by the, the time we went um it wasn't super super packed most days we were the only people we saw especially once we got up lake because we're loading up with gas caddies and everything on the fish pros and going way up the lake so once you get yeah. to a certain point like many people aren't 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 there you know and you can get into super tight areas with your, with your oh, CDs yeah. too. Like, we, we were in, I have a bunch of videos on my Instagram. You're in little slot canyons like this, just ripping the sea dude through them. <laughs> like first thing in the morning when the water's just flat calm, it's, it's sick. So dude, I always like look at videos of Lake Powell and mm -hmm. I'm like, there's no fish in there. What the heck? Oh, there's fish. So yeah, what there's the fish. heck? Dude, you guys were catching fish. Yeah. Give me the little rundown on what you were catching and so, what you were sure. using and everything. For me, I, freshwater fishing isn't something that I, I like a lot. Like yeah. here in Florida, all the lakes are man-made, so it's not that much fun. But there, we were just using just um like little bass baits, like soft plastics with a little jig head. Yeah. And we'd go to like little rocky structure and drop-offs and just places that look fishy, places that look yeah. fishy. Just pitcher baits and we're catching largemouth bass, smallmouth bass. My favorite was we are using like what you guys call, what do you guys use for the, the, the blue fins, those jigs? Like irons? Irons. So we were, we were using little irons, but we call them like slow pitch baits, uh -huh. like little small ones, like 25 grams. Yeah. And we drop them down like 70 feet. You'd see on the sounder on the Fish Pro, you'd see top to bottom stripers just loaded up, loaded what? up. Yeah, it was insane. This loaded up from top to bottom. You just see them everywhere. And we're catching them on the slow pitch in fresh water. 
You're just <laughs> dropping them down. We're dropping the jig. I, I, this, this actually videos on my Instagram of that as well. But drop it down, jig it, nonstop striper bite, just nonstop for hours, wide open. Are you kidding me? There's fish there. there oh there's yeah, walleye. Oh. We caught one walleye as well. Jeez, dude. Oh yeah. yeah, I forgot that on those fish bros, there's full like fish finders and stuff. Yeah, yeah, we have fish finder, like navigation, everything. So literally, coffee makers. <laughs> <laughs> coffee makers. <laughs> it's 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 literally a a little boat. That's yeah. the way I look at it. Yeah, dude. What's the farthest you've went on one of those? Um, in a single day, just fishing, like going from the boat ramp back to the boat ramp, maybe like thirty miles. Like a lot of times when we go off of the keys and we're going out to the deep drop stuff and we're just venturing way out looking for for ma here, tunas and stuff like that, like 30 miles. Um, in general, we've ran those from Stewart, Florida to the Bahamas, 112 miles. Wow. One way. Yeah. That's gnarly. Hey, at least you don't have to like clean it and stuff when you're at Lake Powell because it's all fresh water. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Here, I want, every time I come home, you have to really make sure you hit it with the fresh water and everything. But there, it's like, you just pull it out, put it on the trailer, and you're done. So, on, like, uh, how long were you actually in Utah for? Were you only there for three days, or were you trying uh, to spend time I think there? it was about five days. We did two days on the lake prior to camping. So, I think we did, like, four days on the lake in total, and then... um one of the days we were on the Can-Ams. Dude, that's so In sick. the desert. Did you guys like pull up at the lake and fish off like the sides and stuff or on, on the Can-Ams? Can yeah. No, no, it, it was like a different area. I okay. forgot what it's, what, what it's called, the area where we were on the Can-Ams, but it's, it's insane. Like there is one area where we went and it literally looked like, Bob calls it the moon because it just <laughs> looks, it looks like you're on the moon, like the, the dirt is all gray and there's craters in the canyons and stuff. And it's just, that place is nuts. It's like being on Mars. So if, some, <laughs> if somebody wanted to go on a fishing trip in, in uh, Lake Powell, they could go to Bob and- yeah. Search okay. up Bob Reed uplakeadventures.com or uplandadventures.com. And he's the guy, I promise you. And he'll take care of everything for you. You'll have an awesome experience. Yeah, how was your experience, dude? Awesome. That was my first time camping, my first time to Utah and Arizona. And I want to go back. I can't wait to go back. It's so cool. Yeah. Just dude. A, so much of a, a change of pace compared to like here, you know, you go offshore, you're getting pounded around and it's just rough and you're dealing with all the elements, salt water burning your <laughs> so face. Hard. But there it's like most times the water's flat. It might be a little chilly, but you can gear up and you're not all wet all day. It's just completely different change of pace. So it's cool. How's like the regulations fishing in Lake Powell? Are there a lot? Honestly, we weren't really fishing to keep anything. But I do know that they eat some of the species of bass. I'm not sure if it's the largemouth or the smallmouth, but they definitely eat stripers. But um, the night that we were catching all the stripers, Bob makes this thing called Lake Powell lasagna. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't know all that goes into it, but it tastes great. So we didn't really bother killing any fish to, to eat them. Does he does he fish there like every single day? I mean, I know a lot of his his um tours just want to do cruising the lake and just sightseeing. So I know he doesn't do fishing every day, but if he could, he'd be fishing every day. So he does everything from 
you can literally go ride a jet ski and do a tour to fishing to can yeah. adventures. And he also does um like two night camping trips. If you want to make three night camping trips, like he'll work with you and you guys could figure something out and do and do something cool. Dude, that's so epic. Yeah. That Up Lake Adventures. And then there's like tons of houseboats and stuff on the oh on yeah that, uh, lake too, that, right? That was that was pretty interesting to me because they're all like um pontoon boats. But it, it works there because it's all flat, you know? Here, pontoon boat out in the sea, it's like <laughs> but there yeah there's a ton tons of houseboats and they're all on pontoon they have like two stories and you yeah. go inside and they're super super nice it's, it's the, crazy how was the weather it was good um it was good some of the mornings were a little were a little chilly um but the water itself was freezing no i did not get in yeah Dude, the water was freezing real. yeah that problem i what about like fishing and stuff? Does that make a huge difference when it's freezing for there? I think what's freezing to me isn't necessarily like freezing. Yeah. You know, I guess I'm, you live. I'm, I'm, I'm from Florida. So yeah, I was going to say, dude, it's <laughs> so, like 70 know, degrees every day. I know like this time of year, like December, there is like times where Bob is out there fishing and he'll get to his spot and he goes to grab his reel and all the fresh water that was hitting his reel while he was riding like formed like a little ice cube around his reel. That's how cold it gets. Are you kidding? Like, yeah. He, there's tons of pictures on his Instagram as well, Up Lake Adventures, and it's it's crazy. But when we went, it was just like cold for Floridians. Know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. What about <laughs> uh, fishing times? Like, is it better in the morning or the afternoon, or does it really even matter? For me, like during the time I was there, I found that in the morning, it was super good. And then like in the afternoon, right as the sun was coming down, it was super good. Cause um the the day where we were just killing the stripers left and right, that was like in the afternoon, like as the sun was setting. Dude, that sounds so sick. The sunset fishing awesome. the sunset fishing on a jet ski or a boat, you can't do yeah, that is that's can't. my favorite. Especially in an area like that where you're just in like where we camped was almost like a little you like you have the main lake and then you break off into this little cove. So it was like protected from the wind and everything. And there's just canyons around us and the sun setting. It's just beautiful. Insane. Sounds yeah, so honestly. Epic. So did you guys end up doing any catch, clean and cooking at all? No. Really? No. I Dude, mean, that'd be so just, fun. I, I just, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan. I've never eaten a freshwater fish. Oh, really? Never. Crazy. Because here it's like we have peacock bass and largemouth bass, but yeah, all of our lakes are man-made. They spray them with pesticides and it's just not the best. You could eat them, but I'm always out on the water. It's like if I catch a mahi or I catch a tuna or something like that, well, I'll dude, eat that. You, yeah, you get like you 500 I mean? mahi a, a day. <laughs> I, I just don't really have a reason to, to be eating bass here. Yeah, for sure. So when we were there, we weren't like super inclined to cat cook one up or anything it's better to put them back anyways it's all good um what was your favorite part of the trip favorite part of the trip i would i would say just running up the lake we were fishing all day on the way up once we finally found where we were where we were going to stay for the night um bob has it set up so well that like all of the skis are loaded down with gear you have your tent on there you have like a little cot to sleep on. He even has like a, a 
a bathroom out there. Like he he sets up this like tent thing, and it's like <laughs> it's sick. literally like a makeshift toilet, and it works well and everything. Um, I would say my favorite part was just finding where we're gonna camp, setting up camp, and then it's like yeah, now we're just chilling for the rest of the night. This is where we're sleeping. Hop back on the ski, rip out for a little bit, go fishing, come back, and waking up in the morning was insane because it was just so quiet. Was it freezing? At night, it got a little cold, but nothing, nothing crazy. Yeah, waking up to that just quietness. Yeah, and the water was flat. And I just, first thing in the morning, I hopped on my ski and it started ripping it around, going crazy. It was, (laughs) and the stripers were still there in the morning. Like, cause where we were fishing was maybe not even a mile, like half a mile from where we were camping. And the stripers were still showing up on the sounder. Yeah, dude, that sounds so epic. I love like the the sunrises in the morning. Just when I go river rafting and stuff, it's the best thing ever. Just like yeah. cold, cold mornings, you get all bundled up, you have a cup of coffee and you're just like, dude, this is insane. <laughs> like, yeah. this is insane. Um, yeah. I've always wanted to go to Lake Powell. How long is the flight from Florida? So there is a airport um, in Arizona. It's called Page. Um, and that's pretty close to Lake Powell, but me and Bree actually flew into Vegas and drove to Lake Powell. No way. I don't remember how long the drive was. I'd say, I'm not sure if it was two hours or four hours, but, um, the reason I I'd recommend it is because the drive, the scenery on the way there is like a trip in itself, like seeing the, the mountains and the canyons and everything. It's, it was super cool. Yeah. So yeah, we didn't fly directly into, um, Utah. We flew into Vegas and then drove into Big Water. Did you actually go to Arizona and stuff? You said you were on the border. Yeah. So like where Lake Powell is like kind of positioned, you're constantly going in and out of Utah and Arizona. So our hotel was actually in Arizona. Oh, no way. Yeah. Our hotel was in Arizona. And then we were at Lake Powell every day, which is in Big Water, Utah. Dude, that's so sick. Yeah, it's a it's a super cool area. Yeah, dude. I want to I've seen some sick photos and videos of people on like houseboats or just like Yeah. jet skiing around. Have you ever heard of Horseshoe Bend? Isn't that like Yes, I have. I thought that it's, was in the like Grand Canyon or something. It's in Arizona, I believe. I went yeah. there. I'm just not sure if it's in Utah or Arizona, but I'm going to look that up. It's, it's I've almost been there, like a, I'm pretty sure. It's almost like a park type thing and then you like walk up to the top of the canyon and then you look down and there's like this little canyon in the middle and then this this beautiful like river type yeah, call, thing like Colorado around River. It. Yep, I've yeah. been there. It's Dude, super that place cool. is sick. Oh, so you guys yeah. drove through there too? Um, I just went there like one of the days we were chilling out. I just drove over there and went yeah. to check it out. What uh, what other highlights do you have from your trip? The Can-Ams in the desert was so super sick. cool. Because so those sick. things, those things go like ninety mile an hour. Yeah, like and they it's, fly over. Yeah, and, stuff. and and they're like turbocharged, and the suspension on them is crazy. Like you could go over something like super gnarly, and the suspension just acts like it's nothing, and yeah. spinning them around, and it that that was super cool as well. They're so sick, dude. Talk to me about how you guys pack the the sea dudes. Like, what did you do, dude? I wish I could. Let me see if I could find a picture to really like explain to you how Bob has it set up because it was more of a thing where Bob just had it set up and we showed up and yeah. then we're just ready to go. Cause Bob just has everything. So 
well organized. Bob sounds like a full blown legend. He is a legend, bro. I'm telling you, that guy is so sick. Dude, so sick. Just show up and blow up. You're just showing up and you're like, boom, we're on. That's like always the best, dude. You can kind of see right here, but like one side is like a cot. One side is going to be your tent. And then you have stuff up in your front caddy. He has your cooler loaded down with snacks, drinks, food, like anything you need. Bob has you covered when you're out there. Dude, that's so sick. Yeah. And then, and then you just throw rods in the rod holder and you're done. Yeah. And the thing is, it's fresh water. So you just have one rod with like a little jig on it. One rod with the soft plastic. So you don't need like, sometimes I run offshore here with like seven, eight rods. Are you kidding on the CD? Yeah. Yeah. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Dude, you're, you're nuts. <laughs> you're nuts. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so man. It, it's a crazy experience, honestly. Yeah, dude. It sounds epic. I want to go there so bad. Do I, it, like, bro. I'm telling you, do it. You will not regret it. I'm on. I'm going to do it for sure. What Do you have any uh, trip planned coming up? or Here in Miami, I want to do like a solo camping trip. We have a bunch of like island chains that come. Oh, you're of- on the camping yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so we have like island chains like that start at key biscayne and it's like a bunch of island chains that eventually like start into like forming the florida keys so right out here out of miami we have a bunch of keys like soldier key elliot key boca cheetah key where you could actually go there and camp out so i want to do like solo camping catching only what i eat on the ski so i think that'd be cool Um, that'd be insane this summer, for sure, going back to the Bahamas, want to rip it across. So at least Bimini this summer. And then um, I just want to see new things, catch big fish. That's what I want to do. I want to go get on a Sea-Doo Fish Pro and do the same thing. That sounds so Let's fun. Let's do it. We got uh, to, when, once the bluefin start running in, in SD, I want to go there as well. I want to see if I could do that this year. We're so on. Dude, Let's 100%. I'd, I'd go with you any day. It's so Let's sick, do it. dude. It's yeah, insane. Just sick. like they're just foaming everywhere and you're just, you're mind blown. You're frothing out so hard and then you're like throwing irons at them and they don't bite that. And then you throw like bait in the water, free lining. Like they're the trickiest fish, but it's so sick when you, and once hook you hook up, up, it's worth it. Oh, it's insane. Or you just yeah. dive. You literally yeah. just dive and start shooting. Now, that's what I think would, I, I think catching them would be cool, but jumping in the water and seeing like a school of bluefins and shooting one would be, insane that would be so cool it's mind-boggling you see hundreds of bluefin just swimming next to you and you're just do you do you guys see um like orcas ever nah not really around here wow up up um yeah not not here no No. okay that would be sick though and no sharks maybe sometimes (laughs) okay because here it's like you can't jump in the water without seeing a shark here yeah i actually remember I think it was lobster diving in Florida and there were like reef sharks everywhere. I was like, yeah. wow, this is sick, dude. Yeah. I mean, eh, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the sharks. <laughs> <laughs> I love them, dude. They're sick. I don't like great like whites, them. but every other shark, I'm like, yeah, you're chilling, dude. But then you yeah. always think about like jaws and all that stuff. And so it freaks you out, but yeah, I think we just get a different perspective on it. There's like ocean Ramsey, I think her name is, but she freaking swims with great whites all the time. It's crazy. People are insane, dude. Yeah, that's nuts. I'll do crazy things, but not swimming with the great whites. You're pretty (laughs) crazy, dude. You're on a jet ski like 100 miles out, like sending it. I love it. (laughs) Well, dude, 
keep posting on Instagram because we want to keep following you and watching you do your thing. But um, for sure. thank you so much for coming on. Anytime, man. You're a legend, dude. Get keep getting frothed up, and whenever you come this way or I come that way, we gotta we gotta link up, dude. I Most really definitely. really want to go fishing with you. I think it'd be so fun. Sick, dude. Well, everyone, thanks for listening in to today's podcast, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Later, Emmanuel. Peace. Thanks for listening in to Above and Below a Salt Life podcast. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Real Salt Life. If you've enjoyed this episode, rate and review us on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast to help spread the word. And remember, stay salty.